Hello and welcome, friends, to this week's edition of Sustainability Now with me, Justin Mogg. We're here on your community radio station, Forward Radio, WFMP Louisville. We broadcast to you from the top of the historic Hayburn Building in downtown Louisville at 106.5 FM. But hey, you might be listening to us online. You can catch us anywhere you can get an internet signal at forwardradio.org. And if you've never been to forwardradio.org, please go become a part of our community station. Click on participate. Pitch us a program. We've got tons of room on our broadcast schedule right now. Unfortunately, we've lost some some of our local programs recently. We'd love to replace them with you. Maybe you've got an issue or a passion or a community that you'd really like to highlight. This could be your megaphone to get your voice and the voice of the people you're interested in out on the airwaves. Or maybe you want to be a guest on a program or just do a one-time access hour. Any of that is welcome at forwardradio.org. And of course, we rely entirely on your contributions to keep us on the air and it's amazingly affordable at $20 a day you can donate any day at forwardradio.org but this is a special week to think about donating because it's give for good louisville week coming up on thursday september 15th just hold off on your donations until thursday that's when we really want you to go to give for good louisville.org find forward radio there or you can go to forwardradio.org we had a big banner at the top you can click on that and go right to our donation page the reason to give during those 24 hours is that your donation could be matched by uh, the Community Foundation of Louisville. There's a bunch of great opportunities to get our donations matched. It's just a fun day of giving. Uh, And so today on Sustainability Now, we wanted to highlight another local nonprofit that is also going to be participating in Give for Good Louisville on Thursday, and that is the amazing Louisville Sustainability Council. And I'm so, so excited to have my good friend, former guest of this program, Ellen Trahan, back in the studio. Welcome, Ellen. It's good to see you again. Hi, Justin. It's so good to be back. Yes, it is. We're going to have a fun time talking today about the work of this organization that we both love and appreciate so much uh, and encouraging you to give on Thursday during Give for Good Louisville. Ellen is the board chair at the Louisville Sustainability Council, which you can learn more about at louisvillesustainabilitycouncil.org. They're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Louisville Sustainability Council. For those who don't know, Ellen, what is this organization? It's in its 12th year. What do you do? Yeah, so uh, 12th year, we were like a lot of amazing projects here in Louisville. We were started through the Bingham class from Leadership Louisville. Leadership Louisville, back, and, way back in 2010. Yeah. Yes, so, I was a part of that class. It was wild. It just was wild thinking back to those times. Uh, and I remember a lot of conversations about what can we do to really ignite sustainable initiatives in the whole city. And all of us participating sort of realized we knew that well, there's already so much good stuff going on. Um, It's just, we felt like there was a lot of disconnect and possibilities for more collaboration. And so that was this whole idea. Could we form some sort of organization that helped increase the communication and collaboration across all of the great organizations and initiatives taking place in the city? And I guess that vision has pretty much been realized, right? Yeah. I mean, there's always more to do, as you know, but, you know, that has been our guiding light as we've, you know, taken on different projects. And really, I always come back to 
to the two verbs of connecting and convening. You know, yeah. there's so many groups doing great work here, and our job is to connect them with each other and resources and information, bring the community in and engage them, and just really be a hub yeah. in Louisville for sustainability work. So how did you get yeah. involved in the council? Oh, gosh. Well, so I was at UofL as a sustainability coordinator. For I, dining. For dining, for mm-hmm. dining and food services. And I got pulled in, and I actually was the summit chair in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. So I have helped put together the summit and then as we move forward i just i got uh voted in as the chair (laughs) so it's just (laughs) it's your magnetic personality oh thank you justin yes but it's and your extreme capability everybody knew you could handle it well it's such a team effort and we've got we've got a such a great group i mean it's a working board you know and so they're all engaged and then we've got julia murray who's our wonderful executive director right she runs that show (laughs) and then we just just brought on Nick Johnson. Yeah. And he's fabulous. So you'll see him at all of our in-person events. So. Nick, if you're listening, we really want to get you in the studio as well. I'd love to <laughs> interview you at some point about all of your great work. He used to be with the Sierra Club. Oh. Now he's with Louisville Sustainability Council. He's just an all-around great guy. Well, he's so funny. I don't think there's ever been anybody that walked up to that table where we're tabling that he didn't know. I know, right? <laughs> he, He's like the unofficial <laughs> sustainability mayor of Louisville. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. He's the, Sustainability mayor of Louisville, <laughs> definitely. He knows everyone, so he's great. So what does he do as program manager now? He does a lot of tabling for us. So yeah. um, one of the events, for example, that he helped us put together was, uh, so our green convenes are quarterly. And the most recent one we did, I liken it to nonprofit volunteer speed dating. But we <laughs> invited a number of nonprofits to come table at the waterfront and yeah. talk about what they do and their mission. And then people who were looking to volunteer could come and talk to those nonprofits and kind of figure out what fit their schedule and their interests. Well, there's so many people that want to get engaged, but they don't know how to do it. And so he helped put that together, um, pulled some people in and, and helped them set up. And then just, you know, he's just really good at engaging people yeah. and bringing them together. I was out of town for that nonprofit fair. I'm really sad that I missed it. How many people participated? And I think we had 15 tables nice. and then okay. we had a number of people walk through. And I think there were a number of people that were attracted to this space because yep. we had music that weren't necessarily even planning on being there. But nice. The interesting thing, too, is that initially we were putting it together for the um, volunteers to meet the nonprofits, but the nonprofits got to network with each Perfect other. Perfect role and for the Sustainability Council, yeah, right? Yeah, so that resulted in a lot of really cool conversations. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad we're talking about nonprofits because that's hugely important. And that was certainly top of my mind way back in 2010 when I was thinking about collaborating. But People come to Leadership Louisville from all kinds of backgrounds, a lot of them from corporate backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And one of the really important, valuable things that the Louisville Sustainability Council does is it brings these corporate partners together because corporations are also, many of them, struggling to figure out how to do sustainability Mm -hmm. within their organization, right? And this is a place where they can learn from each other and exchange and convene and maybe build a sort of corporate ecosystem for sustainability. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're part of the community just as much as anybody else. 
So, you know, we look at it as corporations, individual citizens, nonprofits, all of the above, and we can all learn from each other. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely like to engage different corporations. I and mean, Metro Louisville, too. Yeah. You can't leave out the government role, too. Right? right, right. And they're definitely part of it. I mean, you know, thinking about our summit, our, our keynote for our summit is with Humana because they're such a large portion of our community. And such if we don't employer, engage yeah. them, you know, you're leaving out a huge hunk. Yeah. Well, you've already spilled the beans. We're going to talk about <laughs> the summit today because it's coming up. The ninth annual sustainability summit. It, I can't believe it's September already. I and know. soon it's going to be October. And this is on October 6th. And registration has just opened. Yes. It's going to be virtual again this year from one to four. Mm-hmm. What's the theme of this year's summit, Ellen? Yeah, so the theme this year is uh, it's visioning. So the nice. the title is Louisville 2030, A Better Tomorrow Begins Today. Yeah. And earlier in the year, we really narrowed in on civic engagement as a topic we wanted to address because, yeah. you know, the mayoral race is happening. We had yeah. a mayoral toolkit we put together. And the more we thought about the summit, we really want to engage different groups on how they envision Louisville in 2030 and how we can get to where we want the city to be. Yeah. So that's kind of our focus is visioning and pulling to de- together different groups on our panel yeah. to talk about. And is 2030 an important date because it's tied to the sustainability plan for the city? Yes. Okay. Yep. Louisville Metro has a has various goals for 2030, especially on the greenhouse gas reduction. Yeah. So we're trying to engage with them and and making sure that our goals align um, so that we're doing the same good work together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. So if you've never been to one of these sustainability summits, I feel like it's a great like entree into understanding what's going on. Of course, it's great for people who are experienced and want to network with others, too. Uh, it's really great for people at all levels, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're old hat at the sustainability yeah. world here in Louisville, you'll learn new things. We try and bring in new speakers every single year. You'll hear from groups that you've never heard from before. But there will also be, you know, none of it is so high level that someone who's dipping their toe in would be intimidated by. It It is open to anyone and everyone, no matter where you are in your sustainability journey. And no matter where you are physically, or if you're worried about COVID, we're doing it virtually again this year so people can participate from wherever. I noticed, too, that there's a registration option if people want to register their whole school or classroom or or organization, right? You can have a group viewing party, right? Yeah. So you can get group or classroom tickets. You can hold a watch party, which is really fun. And that way, if you want to have the social aspect, but you don't you know, we, again, we're doing this virtually, but if you want to have a social aspect, you can get your bubble, your COVID bubble together. Um, And it's $200 for group or classroom tickets. But, you know, I'll say too, we think the summit shouldn't be a luxury or a privilege and we want it to be available and accessible. So if you are unable to comfortably afford a ticket, just send us a message to programs at Louisville Sustainability Council for a sponsored ticket and we can talk that through. Yeah, nice. Programs at Louisville 
MovableSustainabilityCouncil.org for students or low-income folks or anyone who's just feeling uncomfortable about the ticket price. The whole idea of the council is to really lower the bar for sustainability and let people in. Mm -hmm. So we, we want to make sure it is uh, available to everyone. But if you can afford a ticket, they're 20 bucks for individuals and all that funding that is raised is going to a good cause. We'll talk more yes. about the microgrant program that it helps fund a little later on in the program. But now's the time for you to think about registering. You can go to LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org right now and get your ticket. I took care of it myself, got checked that <laughs> off my list. It was like a nice, easy one. Uh, and, and do you happen to know if there's a deadline for when people need to register? You know what? That's a great question. Yeah. It's going to be on our website if you're okay. looking for it. We're usually not too picky, but we, we got plenty yeah, of time. We got plenty here. of time. <laughs> it's only mid, so it's still early September. We're crying out loud. And so, be like Justin. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Be Do like it Justin. now. <laughs> Do it now. Don't wait till Give for Good Louisville Day. That's when you need to Give for Good Louisville. Now is the time to get your ticket for the ninth annual Sustainability Summit. So tell us more. You mentioned there's going to be a speaker from Humana. That's our keynote, right? Douglas Edwards. Tell us. A little yes. bit more about Douglas. Yeah, so Douglas Edwards, he is the senior VP for Enterprise Associate and Business Solutions with Humana. So he's got a ton of experience um, in workplace strategy, operations, portfolio management, oh, construction okay. management. I mean, he's done a lot with Humana. Wow. And, you know, we have a, a quote from him where he says, at Humana, we know the health of the people we serve is directly connected to the health of our planet. Thank you. Know, you. So yeah. 100%. So he he's really engaged Humana in sustainability efforts. And we just we want to hear how a corporation is moving into that space. And well, isn't that so interesting? Like where people come to sustainability from? Like, yes, of course, unhealthy people hurts Humana's bottom line, right? Like they, right. they want to keep people healthy healthy and yeah. most people would think oh the solution for that is like um i don't know wellness checks and and, and medications and stuff like that which i'm sure is important right. but here they're making the connection to the health of our environment that people live in that yeah yeah i mean to me it's, it's like a yeah, no-brainer but, but but most corporations don't think that way right yeah you're exactly right i mean most most corporations are like okay we want you to get on a treadmill but yeah. it's like <laughs> but it's like if you can't go get vegetables at the store down the road then it doesn't it yeah. doesn't really matter so you you've got to engage all areas of people's lives or if you're on a treadmill breathing in heavily toxic fumes mm. from the neighboring uh, <laughs> factory right yeah. like this is a problem well you know an ounce an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so right. you know they're finally in in pulling that in so i think you know he he gets it and we're really excited to hear from him. That's awesome. Yeah. Is he going to kick it off right at one or is he somewhere in the middle of the program? He's going to be right at the beginning. Okay. So we're going to have obviously like a, a few minutes of introduction yeah. and, and talking, but yeah, he's going to, he's going to kick us off. Okay. The keynote yeah. starts at one on October 6th or just after one for the annual sustainability summit that we're talking about today here on sustainability. Now I'm so excited that Ellen Trahan has joined me in the studio. She is the chair of the board and this year, thankfully, not one of the main planners behind the summit, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
You're getting a little breather. I was gonna say I put two years into it, so you did. now I kind of get to I, I get to do other stuff. Yeah, so. you yeah. did. I know I was heavily involved the year it was at U of L. It's mm-hmm. a lot. It was a lot of work then. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel for I feel for the committee who's been working <laughs> on this. You guys are doing great work. Keep it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what else? We got panels, right? There's going to be a, a panel about building a city for tomorrow. What's that about? Yeah. So there's two panels, um, and they they really I think they represent two really different but complementary sides of sustainability. Okay. So the first one is an infrastructure panel. So it features large scale infrastructure projects in Kentucky. And we're really focusing on kind of like we were talking about with Douglas Edwards, you know, the environment in which people live. Yeah. So we've got four folks for that one. Um, Adam Edlin with Edlin Renewables. Oh, yeah. I really yeah. respect the work he's been doing around the state. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to have an energy representative nice. and then Carrie Butler with TARC nice. on transportation. We're going to have Nikki Cash Dollar with App Harvest. Tell me about so, that. I don't know about App Harvest. Oh, App Harvest is they're out in uh, Appalachia. Yeah. And they are using some of the spaces out there with mountaintop removal to grow food nice. in large greenhouses nice. so they're oh. it's really neat it's um huh. they, they've gotten a lot of attention and it's just going to be really interesting to see you know how they've engaged the community yeah and gotten buy-in and and worked with them to develop this program wow. so they're kind of our food folks on got that a lot panel. of statewide participation in this year's summit this is cool yeah yeah well you know you you got to engage local state and yeah. you know national that's so that's very cool yeah yeah and then our fourth one is rob Locke with habitat for humanity nice. he's their ceo nice so we've got housing we've got transportation we've got food and energy and we we just are really looking to learn from them you know how they envision louisville yeah. in the coming years because they're involved in such big projects yeah. and yeah. they're going to have such a big impact on on what the city looks like that's going to be a very interesting conversation. You don't usually yeah. get people from those different types of sectors sitting at the same table. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it'll be really neat. And, you know, kind of like how we were talking about with the volunteer fair, sometimes getting those folks together results in something <laughs> yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. But that's just one of the panels. The other one's completely different. It's it about, is. It's about art, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think art is one of those things that uh, gets neglected in the sustainability space sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we, the humanities in general, like, 100%. it's not top of our list when we think about, like, oh, we got a crisis. We got to tackle this. But how... How do you tackle the problem? You change the culture, right? I mean, yes, right. there are infrastructure needs, yeah. but, but really most of the fundamental problem is people's brains, like the way they're thinking and perceiving the mm-hmm. world. And so I've always thought there should be a you know higher prioritization of our cultural creatives, right, yeah. in all fields to help move the needle and get people thinking differently, right? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we were thinking, too. I mean, you think about people get done working, and what do they do? They they consume art. They <laughs> yeah. they either listen to a podcast or watch a TV show or do something like that. And that really, I mean, it, it can impact the way people think. So, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, so we wanted to put together an art panel, local artists, curators, and we wanted them to share examples of their work and their insights into how climate change and social injustice can affect us and then how art can be a tool for advocacy and education. And we want them to discuss opportunities and barriers 
to developing and implementing environmental and social justice in their art yeah. in Kentucky. Yep. So we have speakers that will be representing Bernheim Forest. Oh, because they, they do a lot with art. Yeah, they do. Um, but they're going to have their artists there. And then we're going to have someone from Louisville Visual Arts and Fun for the Arts. Nice. I think we're pursuing one more person, but they're not confirmed yet. Nice. So. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to nail down artists sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but that's they'll be. Oh gosh, they'll be so good. I'm really, really excited for that panel because it's a conversation you just don't hear that often. Yeah, and yeah. I love the title. It's called "From Vision to Visionary." Yes, yes, we need people who are visionaries, vision. right? Yes. <laughs> so it's it's fine and dandy to say what we need to do, but we need these people uh, thinking about how we implement that, how we create change for for the better, and that takes that takes our that takes creative people. Uh, I'm so excited for that panel too. Me too. And will there be an opportunity for sort of, sort of small group breakouts or networking within the virtual, or is that all safe for the after party? <laughs> so that's the after party. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna we we kind of kept the virtual space kind of tight. So we're gonna have the mm. keynote, and then we're gonna have like a couple. You know, we're gonna have bio breaks and stuff, and then we're gonna have two panels. Okay. Um, but then after that, at five o'clock, we're all gonna meet up, or if you feel comfortable meeting up. At at the Against the Grain Smokehouse nice. in the Louisville Bat Space. And that'll be so fun. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah, so outdoor space too there, right? Yeah, so yeah. there's outdoor space, there's indoor space, and they're such good partners. So they are going to assign their Oktoberfest as a fundraising option for us. And so any Oktoberfest beer bought there, a dollar is going to go back to the LSC. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, what a great way to kick off October on October 6th. Yeah, and they've got a trivia event there, and that trivia group is going to let us have a round for eco trivia no way yeah so it's gonna be eco trivia really fun cool oh my gosh so to form your teams now is that how this works (laughs) yeah form your teams study up (laughs) know your un development goals Ooh, wow (laughs) and we're we're gonna we're gonna go get ready for some oktoberfest so that is from five to seven on october 6th uh after the event is concluded virtually. Uh, you'll have an hour to get down to Against the Grain on Main Street. And you don't have to drink anything. It's free. You don't. Nope. Come on down if you want. But if you want a, a beer, uh, the Oktoberfest beer will be donating $1 back to the Louisville Sustainability Council. What a great way to cap it off. That is yeah. so cool. And they do have food and vegan vegetarian options, too. I checked with that. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they've got good food there. So, again, this is all part of the Thursday, October 6th, Louisville Sustainability Summit in its ninth year. You can get tickets now at LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. Don't let the price be a barrier to you, especially students or uh, other folks who are feeling uncomfortable about the ticket price. You, you're welcome to contact programs at LouisvilleSustainabilityCouncil.org. There are some scholarships available. But the main idea of this is to convene people, obviously, but you're also doing it as a little bit of a fundraiser. So let's talk about that, especially in this week of Give for Good Louisville coming up on Thursday the 15th. What is the Louisville Sustainability Council raising money for? Well, I mean, we raise money for all of our operations and all of our programs, but one of the big programs that we have is the micro-grant program. Yes, yes. So this is this will be, so 2023 will be our third year doing nice. it. Nice. And 2021, we awarded $5,000 to four micro-grants, but then in 2022, we tripled that and we no awarded $15,000 in wow. grants. But, you know, we were asked for $250,000, so there's such a wow. need. Wow. 
And so we're really excited at the um, attention and, you know, response that it's been getting. Wow. So that's something we're definitely doing again this year. Well, and the cycle for this is just starting up again, right, for this third round. So right. now's the time to give till it hurts mm-hmm. uh, to support the Louisville Sustainability Council. Uh, either on the day of the summit, of course, you can get your ticket and that helps. But also during Give for Good Louisville coming up on yeah. Thursday the 15th, you can help fund this microgrant program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the really cool projects that have been funded through this work? Yeah, so we had 47 applications this year. <laughs> so, and I was on the group that had to narrow that Read down. 47. Wow. <laughs> that might have been harder than planning the summit. Yeah, it, <laughs> it really was I difficult. I can imagine. The worst yeah. job in the world is saying no. Right? Uh, it really yeah. was. But we we had four amazing projects that were funded. So, one of them was the Food and Neighborhoods Community Coalition. Yes. They're so good. Yes. We helped fund the Community Land Ownership Project. No. So their goal was to facilitate the redistribution of land to communities. So through purchasing of vacant lots and then using those vacant lots to grow food and just basically empowering the communities around these vacant lots to Mm -hmm. know what they can do with them, how to own them and how to use them. Such an opportunity in our city. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I know you're familiar with with that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, from day one when I got to Louisville and I would pass these big vacant lots and I'd be like, Mm -hmm. farm it. Yeah, <laughs> let's put it to work. <laughs> that is just an opportunity screaming for oh. some love. So so yay, Food and Neighborhoods yep. for doing that work. And yay, Louisville Sustainability Council for funding them. That was just one of the four. Yeah, so we had another kind of food-related one um, with New Roots. So they've yes. got their Fresh Stop Markets. But this one was specifically for older adults. Oh, nice. Which, you know, I feel like that's a demographic that sometimes gets overlooked. Sure, yeah. Um, so we felt really strongly about this one. So they provided produce to 60 older adults in Old Louisville nice. because there's so many senior high rises down there. Yep. And they can't wanted... drive your wheelchair to any grocery store anymore there. Uh, so, I know. Yeah. yeah. So huh. New Roots provided that fresh produce. And so, um, so nice. It was really, it's a really cool project. And it's local and organic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is a truly local. It's not like they're shipping food in from California. They're growing it locally. Which means they're supporting our local farmers Mm -hmm. and supporting the expansion of organic production, more sustainable production locally. That is just win, win, win. Yeah, that was a that was a triple win. (laughs) And then uh, we also partnered with the Louisville Sierra Club to do a solar demonstration project with Habitat for Humanity. Oh, nice. Do you know where that is? Is that Uh, up and running by any chance? I would think that it's getting close if it's not up and okay. running, but you'd have to. Well, check that makes back so much sense. Me. I mean, what is Habitat for Humanity doing? They're providing housing for people who can't afford it. Those people move into a home if their utility bill is really high. What have we? How have They're we helped the them? Boat. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah. why not give them free power from the sun? You know, <laughs> this is so cool. What again? Yeah. It seems to be about the win-win-wins, right? Yeah, and I think finally we're getting to that point where different groups are learning from one another. I mean, this is Sierra Club and Habitat for Humanity bringing solar in and, you know, the solar over Louisville thing is oh, yeah. going, you know. I want to ask you about that a little that's later, a, That's too. another topic. But yeah. our, our fourth group is part of that art conversation we yes. were having. So it was the Louisville Free Public Library Woo-woo. Foundation, which we love them. Yes. Um, but they had a project called Ripple Effects. Yes. And it was a 
Ohio River Visioning Project. Again, visioning is yes. the theme. But they wanted to view water from raindrops and puddles and Beargrass Creek all the way to the Ohio River through art, culture, and the environment. Right on. So they organized a K-12 photo contest, and they exhibited it at the State Fair. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Very cool. I, so did you happen to go to the State Fair? I boycott the State Fair because they do not allow bicycles onto the property. What? Yes. Why? I know. They claim it is unsafe and it would be safer for me to lock my bike to what they don't even provide bike parking outside of the property and walk all the way across the parking lot. So, yes, we've been boycotting. It's a pretty ineffective boycott because I haven't done any community organizing around it. Uh, But, yes, I'm afraid I don't attend. So did you get to see these ripple effects? I I did. They were really great. They had a really engaging little space there at the fair. And it was cool, again, to see how art could be so effective in communicating where words and and speaking might not always do the trick. And And making the connections in people's minds, right? Between a a puddle, like, and where that water ultimately ends Mm -hmm. up, right? Yeah. And how it's our role to protect even that puddle. Yeah, and, and to pull, you know, the kids into that and teach them about and why art is important. Yeah. You know, a lot of times kids are learning in K through 12 that, you know, you need to go into STEM and they don't always talk about STEAM, right? Yeah. The art yeah. the art aspect. Yeah. So that was really, it was a good project. So those were our four that we engaged with in the grant cycle so this great. year. Thank yeah. you for running through those. My guest here on Sustainability Now is Ellen Trahan, chair of the board of the Louisville Sustainability Council. We're here to encourage you to do two things related to them this week. First of all, right now, secure your ticket to the ninth Annual (laughs) Sustainability Summit coming up on October 6th from 1 to 4 virtually with an after party at Against the Grain from 5 to 7. Get your tickets now for that. And then on Thursday, Give for Good Louisville Day, the Louisville Sustainability Council will be participating in that. Along with us here at Forward Radio, we're going to be doing some special live broadcasting to thank you live on air. We'll get to watch the donations roll in and give you a shout out if you go to Give for Good Louisville org on Thursday. Anytime. It's a 24-hour fundraiser. Are you all doing anything super special to get people to give? Well, a lot of our board members are providing matching dollars. Oh, nice. So I, don't, I know you and I are both very engaged <laughs> with Give for Good, but if you've never done it before, they gamify it yes, a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's really, it's very, there's a lot of strategy involved <laughs> and you can like set different timers on your phone for like matching minutes yeah. and like making sure that you're donating at the top of the hour or something but there's there's a lot of strategy involved so if you've got a strategy brain and you know you're competitive (laughs) like let's do it (laughs) i love it so we're we're offering matching dollars and that sort of thing but if you don't follow us on instagram follow us and we'll have some information on there all right check them out you can find the link to their instagram at louisville sustainability council.org and you know louisville sustainability council has been going through a little bit of a process of sort of rebranding like strategic thinking right you want to tell us a little bit about those changes that are going down yeah so we've had the same logos and branding for a while which you know 
12 years. Don't don't mess with the classic. <laughs> you don't mess with the classic. But the other thing that we found was that we had a lot of different logos floating around and we kind of wanted to consolidate okay. and make our brand a little more, you know, solid. So I know that your listeners can't <laughs> see this sticker, but we've got stickers nice. and we've got all sorts of fun merch right now. It's kind of a, a leaf yeah. circular economy kind of theme. If yes. You... So it's almost like two little like leaf or like sprouts kind of encircling each other. I like it, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's us and other nonprofits and corporations Mm -hmm. and citizens like feeding each other and growing together. And our tagline is a better tomorrow begins today because, you know, you got to start working now to get where we want to be. So it's just like our visioning for 2030, you know. And you'll see on our Instagram, you know, we've, we've got a really awesome intern named Erin and Yay. she's running our social media, but our posts kind of all go together and it's a very united vision yeah. that, that our branding is, is kind of looking, it's looking a little more professional. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay. But it was a fun process. And it's going along with some more education and more events too, right? Yeah. So we're still doing um, our regular green convenes. So like that volunteer fair we had, we're still going to have those every quarter our green drinks have been really fun we had one about solar over louisville that one was at atrium brewing Mm -hmm. but we've got all sorts of programming Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well that's awesome you can see the new logo when you go to get your ticket to the summit at louisville sustainability council.org and let's talk about one of the most successful things recently that louisville sustainability council has been involved in which is solar over louisville yeah I think a lot of people thought this was probably needed, but wow, the number of people who've participated is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So we partnered with Louisville Metro to work on Solar Over Louisville, which put out an RFP for different groups that would be willing to provide solar installation. installation. And and we, we picked a partner, and then we were taking applications from folks who were interested in solar, Mm -hmm. and they would get some money back, and... And we just had resounding response. So I think the numbers are still being tabulated, but I think we were one of the most successful solar um, solar installation programs. Right. Um, These in community-wide the solar programs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. So... Yeah, yeah, no, it's been great, and it's not over, right? There's going to no. be another round opening in February? February of 2023. Yeah, so keep your eyes open, but it's not over yet. We're still putting in new solar installations. That's right. So, they're, yeah. they're happening now. Uh, so yeah. if you, I mean, we've covered this on this program before, but if you're not familiar with Solar Over Louisville, the whole idea is that it can be kind of intimidating yes. for a homeowner or a small business or a church or a nonprofit or whatever to just go out on the open market and you know talk to some installers and feel confident about it because most of us so much information out there we don't know the first thing about it right it's a new technology for most of us it's Mm -hmm. not like buying another fridge well i have experience with fridges right i I know what breaks on them or i know what i like well with solar most of us have never interacted with it before so it, it can be kind of intimidating and you you get 
pretty convincing stories from a particular installer and they say some things and you don't mm-hmm. know, can I ground truth this? Is this right? And the reality is that unfortunately there's been some sort of solar scammer companies coming into town trying to make a quick buck mm-hmm. off of this interest in solar and just overselling the technology or their company to people and, and getting these quick contracts signed, right? And then getting people locked into ridiculously expensive payments and these kinds of, we've heard these horror stories about solar yeah. scammers, right? So you add that on top of the general like uncertainty that most of us have about dealing with solar and it really helps to have something that is vetted, a program that is right. vetted so that you know you're not alone in participating in this and that you're dealing with a trusted uh, installer who's got a great record here. The city has vetted them mm-hmm. uh, and it comes with the discount. Yes, yes. It comes from, with a discount and it makes it less intimidating. It's more yeah. doable for people yeah. at the end of the day because you're right. I mean, if you go on YouTube and you <laughs> are interested in learning about solar, well, golly, you can find big rabbit holes. A year's worth there. of yes, videos. Yes. So, I mean, the, the city really put in the time and effort yeah. to like work and find a good installer and kind of take the pain away. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I love that it's not just solar over Metro Louisville. It's solar over the entire like seven county region into mm. Southern Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's Kentuckiana. So <laughs> solar over Kentucky. It's all yeah. of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This has uh, been so great. I mean, what an important program to, to sort of kickstart and facilitate quicker installation of solar around the city. To me, I'm always looking at just like those vacant lots. I look at this vacant yeah. roof I can see here from oh. the Hayburn building and I think that's an opportunity space. This could be a production zone. Right now, what is it yep. doing? It's just adding to the urban heat island, right? Yep. But it could be producing power for the people who live in that building, right? And it seems like a no-brainer and yet it, it just keeps not happening because yeah. of these barriers, right? And, and clearly, you're not the only one interested in that. I mean, the yeah. overwhelming response, yeah. I mean, the number of applications we had was incredible. Yeah. So people are clearly very interested in what solar can do for their home and if i were to guess and we talked to them probably interested in what it could do for the city as a whole yeah and i know this was also in partnership with the kentucky solar energy society Mm -hmm. they had their annual meeting at uofl over the summer and i participated in that and heard some really exciting conversations about can we move towards solar over kentucky right Mm -hmm. can we make these kinds of community solar programs possibilities in other cities why not in covington why not in paducah why not in lexington right so i think actually lexington has had one (laughs) but but yeah like we want to replicate this and move our entire state away from its history of being a fossil fuel state to being a solar state right yeah well everybody seems to think that like arizona and new mexico are the only states where you can do solar but the sun shines (laughs) everywhere so there's there's a little song about my old kentucky home and the sun shining bright on it right it's true Uh, it is an untapped resource that could help power our state in the future and make us one of the leading uh states for solar there's no reason to wait so i'm really grateful for the louisville sustainability council doing work on that we are nearing the end of we got five minutes left i definitely want to ask you about this campaign season you mentioned it briefly that louisville sustainability council has done some work to inform voters about candidates positions with respect to sustainability and you focus especially on the mayor's race yes we created a mayoral toolkit back in like march april and we sent out a series of questions to all of the uh, candidates and asked them 
to send us back some videos with their responses to those no, questions. Oh, videos too. Nice. Yeah. So we have videos for most of the candidates. Not all of them responded, um, but they're on our website. And it just kind of helps give folks a sense of people's stances on things. Because I think the reason a lot of people aren't engaged is because it feels like so much work to find sure. the candidates' stances. Yeah. And so we wanted to do some of the work for you and get that information. So that's on our website. You can find the mayoral toolkit on our site, as well as where you can sign up to get registered to vote. Yes, that and deadline is coming up too. Yes, yes it is. Yep. Get so. registered, uh, get engaged, know your candidates, especially the mayoral's race, but other candidates too have important... Judges. Also yeah, just... yeah. And, you know, we that was kind of one of the things that we talked about a lot this year is so many people don't get involved in politics because I think federal politics feels so distant <laughs> and so impossible. Yeah. And like, I can't change anything. But at the end of the day, where you can make changes is in your local politics and getting involved in yeah, Louisville right, and yeah. even in your neighborhood. So Absolutely. and you can see the difference that you make. So it's a lot more uh, encouraging uh -huh. to get involved in that way. So wonderful. Now, yeah. Louisville Sustainability Council is a nonprofit organization. It's not going to be able to endorse. We are not endorsing. Any anyone particular candidate, just like us here at Forward Radio, providing information. That's right. That's right. Yes, we are providing information. We are not endorsing. That's right. Well, it's a super valuable service, and I, again, thank you for doing that too. Yeah. The one last thing I wanted to ask you about, Ellen, you've been doing some fun <laughs> fundraising, and I know you recently threw the first pitch at a Louisville Bats uh, <laughs> game. Tell me about that. Yes. So the Louisville Bats, they have community nights where Love they it. showcase different groups that are doing. <laughs> work in the community and so as the chair i was tapped to throw the first pitch have you ever done this before i mean i think i played like a little bit of softball when i was like a child yeah. but my whole goal it was so funny so i was told that i was going to do this and my husband said oh my god we have to practice <laughs> And he came home with baseballs the next day. Nice. And he, you know, oh, ye of little faith. I was like, I know how to throw a ball. So I threw it and he was like, oh, okay. So you can throw a ball. So, and I said, I don't want to throw a strike. My only goal is to not show up as a headline or a YouTube video in a fails compilation. So Buddy caught the ball and we were all good. <laughs> So wait, there's no batter on the first pitch. They're no. not swinging it. Well, there's a bat. There's Buddy there the bat, bat, but there's, there's no batter. <laughs> So uh, now the guy after me was a firefighter and he did throw like a fastball strike. So I was Whoa. just glad I didn't have to go after yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Because I would have been very intimidated. <laughs> wow. So you threw yeah. this pitch and then you went in the stands and you joined other supporters of Louisville Sustainability Council yep. for a community benefit night? Yeah, it was really great. They put our logo up on the screens. Cool. And actually, I got to do another radio interview. So that was really fun. But, you know, it's, it's great when groups are able to show what nonprofits right. are doing in Louisville. And honestly, it's a group of people we probably wouldn't reach very often. Exactly. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So always trying to reach more folks. All right. I want to see yeah. more of that. I wasn't able to go, <laughs> but that's my kind of thing. Right? <laughs> it was really fun. So I, the Louisville Bats, they were really good supporters, good, good community partners. Good for them. Maybe you can yeah. get to a soccer game too. Yeah. Ooh, probably wouldn't be as good at that. Kick the first goal wait they don't do that <laughs> no they don't i don't know how that works 
I'm sure they got something for you. That'd <laughs> we can be figure fun. something out. Well, Ellen, I'm so sad that we're out of time because this has been great. It's so good to catch up with you yeah. again and have you back on the show. Give one last pitch for why people should donate to the Louisville Sustainability Council on Thursday and why they should come to the summit. Yeah, join us at Give for Good. We use that money to go to different sustainability projects, getting that money out to people doing the good work. And then join us at the summit, learn more about what different groups are doing in Louisville, and join us at the after party at the Smokehouse. And we're looking forward to seeing you and engaging with you guys. See, she is a great pitcher. That's all the time we have. Oh, what a pun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Ellen. This has been awesome. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. Coming up in just a second, I got your community action calendar. Yes, this is your week to get engaged in sustainability and make your first pitch. So stay tuned, my friends. While the sun shines bright on my whole Kentucky home Tis summer and the people are gay And the corn tops rise while the meadows are in bloom Them birds are making music all the day Said weep no more, my lady, oh Song for my whole Kentucky home, for my whole Kentucky home far away. Now the young folks roll on that little cabin floor. Oh, maybe all happy and bright. By and by, hard times are coming knocking at the door. My whole Kentucky home, good night. And we're back here on Sustainability Now with me, Justin Mogg. I hope you got your pencils sharpened and your calendars out and you're ready to take action for sustainability this week here in Louisville. Well... If you haven't yet gotten a fall community-supported agriculture, this could be your opportunity. There is a virtual fall CSA fair going on now through Wednesday, September 14th. Community Supported Agriculture, or CSA, offers you the chance to connect and subscribe to your local farms and farmers so you can have incredibly fresh, healthy seasonal food on a weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis. Now is the perfect time to learn about farms all over the Commonwealth, hear about the many CSA varieties to meet everyone's needs, and sign up for your own share. Join us at facebook.com slash groups slash K-Y-C-S-A-F-A-I-R, K-Y-C-S-A Fair, to learn more about Kentucky Farms CSA offerings. Tune in for virtual events happening through the 14th and find more local food resources to share with your networks. Explore CSA offerings from over 25 different partner farms and connect with a farmer near you to have fresh food all year long, even throughout the fall. This week-long virtual event is taking place at facebook.com slash groups slash KYCSA fair and offers daily posts of Partner Farms CSA offerings, opportunities to join these virtual events and resources 
to prepare and store seasonal foods. And don't miss the virtual event coming up on Wednesday, September 14th at 12.15. Winter Squash Chef Demo with Chef Tanya Whitehouse from the Food Connection. She'll be doing a demo highlighting ways to use different types of winter squash that you might find in your CSA share at the farmer's market or in a home garden this upcoming season. It is almost squash season, my friends. View the list of partner farms on the KY Proud CSA directory at kyproud.com slash CSA. The Fall CSA Fair is hosted by Kentucky Proud, Kentucky Department of Ag, Edible Kentucky Magazine, Kentucky Horticultural Council, Organic Association of Kentucky, and the Food Connection. And again, it's at facebook.com slash groups slash KYCSA Fair. Now, coming up on Tuesday, the 13th at 6 p.m. in Iroquois Library, it is the final Planning for Middle Housing workshop taking place in the meeting room, community meeting room of Iroquois Library at 601 West Woodlawn Avenue. Louisville's affordable housing crisis and urban sprawl are being fueled by the so-called missing middle in our local housing stock, which is overrepresented by detached single-family homes and mid-rise apartments with little in between. Louisville Metro Planning and Design Service would like to build a middle housing neighborhood with you. At this workshop, participants will work together in small groups to build a middle housing neighborhood using Lego bricks, representing different types of housing, including detached homes, duplexes, and cottage courts. These workshops are being offered as part of the ongoing Land Development Code reform. For more information and to view a map of events and meetings, go to louisvillekygovernor slash LDC reform. And I also want to let you know about Tuesday, September 13th at 6.30 p.m. It's the final Your Voice, Your Vote Civic Engagement Toolkit event taking place at the main library at 301 York Street. It's free and open to the public, but registration is requested and you can get more information at lfpl.org slash mylibraryu, the letter U. Voting is an expression of our voice, but there is more to being engaged in our community than simply showing up at the polls. And this is the last in a six-week My Library U short course with D. Pragliasco, president of the League of Women Voters of Louisville, joined by experts on topics from education to the environment to criminal justice. And together, they'll help you fill your civic engagement toolkit and prepare you to be an agent of change in your community. So come on out to the main library through on York Street on Tuesday, September 13th at 6.30 p.m. Now, a little later in the evening, after that, you might want to join us on Tuesday the 13th at 8 p.m. for a Streets for People car-free happy hour over at Mile Wide Beer Company, 636 Barrett Avenue. Streets for People is hosting these monthly meetups at various establishments around town on second Tuesday of every month at 8 p.m. There's no agenda. We're just getting together to get to know one another and build the car-free urbanist community that is needed to reclaim our streets from the violent tyranny of the private automobile you can learn more at twitter.com slash streets the number four peeps p-e-e-p-s and the final car free happy hour will be on tuesday october 11th but don't miss it this september 13th at 8 p.m at mile wide
Now, let's move on to Wednesday the 14th at 6 p.m. There is going to be a Sunset Cox Park cleanup, 3730 River Road. Louisville Parks seeks volunteers to help clean up Cary Galbert Cox Park. This is one of many people's favorite parks to watch the sunset. They're looking forward to an evening litter pickup with the sun setting over the river as the backdrop. Please join them. Meet in the parking lot to the right of the playground. Wear closed-toed shoes and bring a bottle of water and a smile you can find the link to sign up at bestparksever.com or just show up on wednesday the 14th 6 to 8 p.m at cox park 3730 river road coming up on thursday september 15th i'm sure you've heard by now it's give for good louisville during this awesome one-day, 24-hour event, the Community Foundation matches your contributions with additional grants to organizations throughout the day, thanks to contributions from generous community partners. By making a gift online at giveforgoodlouisville.org, your donation may be boosted by $1,000 or more. And we can earn bonus funds across various prize categories. You can support Forward Radio and other local organizations on September 15th by donating $10 or more at giveforgoodlouisville.org. And we're going to be doing some special live programming throughout the day to thank you live on the air for your generous contributions and give you a proper shout out. We're going to be doing a live access hour at 11 a.m. We're going to be doing a live critical thinking for everyone at 5 p.m. and some other special programming throughout the day. So tune into Forward Radio all day, Thursday, September 15th, and be sure to go for to giveforgoodlouisville.org and give generously to Forward Radio and other nonprofits that deserve our support here in Louisville. Now, also at noon on Thursday, September 15th, there is going to be the third Thursday speaker series brought to you by the Fellowship of Reconciliation and the Sowers of Justice Network. And the speaker on Thursday is going to be Tom Fitzgerald, or affectionately known as Fitz from the Kentucky Resources Council on the Good Trouble Proposal. It was Thursday at noon and it's virtual. The first speaker of the series in September will be Tom Fitzgerald. Now, Tom stepped down last year as director of the Kentucky Resources Council after 37 years, but he continues to work with KRC staff in providing legal support. His work and the work of KRC have had a profound effect in defending the natural resources of Kentucky and standing for environmental justice. Since 1984, KRC has worked to protect those who live downhill, downwind, and downstream, and who have suffered the burdens of environmental pollution and injustice. Tom Fitzgerald, who says he'll never he's he's never charged a client for legal services in his career, also has one final project. The Good Trouble Proposal is a program to engage communities and individuals more proactively in getting involved in environmental decision making at a local and state level. Third Thursday lunch is sponsored by the Fellowship of Reconciliation and Sowers of Justice Network, two proud community partners of us here at Forward Radio and two faith-based advocacy groups that work for justice through education and action. You can find the link to register at louisvillefor.org or watch the live stream on the Sowers of Justice Facebook page. That's at facebook.com slash S-O-J-N-L-O-U. And we'll be broadcasting it live here on Forward Radio. Hopefully we'll be able to do that live as a special for Give for Good Louisville on the 15th. 
Later in the evening on Thursday, September 15th at 6.30, there's going to be a Louisville Community Grocery event held at the Shelby Park Highlands Library there in Mid-City Mall. The Louisville Community Grocery, Louisville's first food co-op, which will soon begin construction in Smoketown, needs more member owners, and they will be making the rounds to raise awareness within the community. Representatives from the Louisville Community Grocery will be at the Highlands Shelby Park Library on Thursday at 6.30 to provide information regarding plans for the Louisville Grocery. This event will allow us to reach members of the community who may not be aware of the grocery, and it's a great chance to give you a chance to ask some questions, get some answers, and learn more. Uh, so come on out 6.30 p.m. on Thursday at the Mid-City Mall Highlands Shelby Park Library. You can learn more, and you can join right now at LouisvilleCommunityGrocery.com. On Friday, September 16th, the Kentucky Waterways Alliance is bringing you the 14th annual Wild and Scenic Film Festival. It uh, either is in person at the Sauerbach Family Drive-In out in LaGrange, Kentucky, or you can join virtually. The doors out at the drive-in open at 6.30. The films start at 8 p.m. This year's event will be in this hybrid format, and you can join us for a family-friendly event out at the Sauerbach Family Drive-In in LaGrange, or watch the festival online from the comfort of your own home. Join us for one of the nation's premier environmental and adventure film festivals, benefiting the Kentucky Waterways Alliance. This year's wild and scenic films combine stellar filmmaking, beautiful cinematography, and first-rate storytelling to inform, inspire, and ignite solutions and possibilities to restore the earth and human communities while creating a positive future for the next generation. Tickets and information are at kwalliance.org. Now, coming up on Saturday the 17th, it's the Plant 5K Run and Walk in Louisville Grows' annual fundraiser to support their mission to grow greener, healthier neighborhoods by planting 5,000 trees by 2025. It's taking place at 8.30 a.m. over in Jeffersonville, Indiana on Saturday. This year's race offers a team option for those who want to come together in support of a healthier environment for the whole community. Join or create a team for an organization, business, school, or social group by going to plant the number 5k.org the plant 5k facebook page or follow at plant 5k on instagram to keep up with event information friends of louisville grows will receive ten dollars off their registration you can become a member at louisvillegrows.org then contact development at louisvillegrows.org for your promo code the race organizing team is working towards producing a zero waste event for the plant 5k old shoe donations will also be accepted on site for recycling composting recycling and waste containers will be provided at the event and t-shirts will be available as an add-on at registration given the significant environmental cost of making t-shirts including 2700 gallons of water to make a single cotton t-shirt and two kilograms of carbon organizers have opted for alternative more eco-friendly gifts for participants this year enjoy it on saturday the 17th 8 30 a.m out at jeffersonville indiana the plant 5k to raise money for louisville grows. Now, also on Saturday the 17th at 10 a.m., there is a Preston Highway Brightside Cleanup. They'll be meeting up at 10 a.m. at 3303 Preston Highway. Come out, clean up, connect with the community. You can get more information at louisvilleky.gov slash government slash brightside. 
And then later on Saturday at 1 to 4 p.m. out at Waterfront Botanical Gardens again, it's the Regeneration Affair, affair free for all and fun for families and the planet. Everyone's invited to celebrate sustainability in our community. Enjoy crafts and hands-on activities, play games, and learn about some of the environmental heroes in our city. Come in your best garden-inspired costume. More information is at waterfrontgardens.org. And finally, there has been a rescheduling. I announced it last week. Sorry if you got confused, but there has been a rescheduling of the Kentucky and Beekeepers Association Beekeeping Workshop on Winter Bee Biology Preparation and Care. It'll actually be this Sunday, September 18th at 6 p.m. at the Louisville Nature Center with advanced beekeeper Laura Augustine presenting on Winter Bee Biology Preparation and Care to get your bees ready for surviving a Kentucky winter. They'll be covering many topics, as I mentioned last week, that are important to winter survival. So come on out, 6 p.m. on Sunday at the Louisville Nature Center. You can learn more at kyannabees.com. And that's all the time we have for today here on Sustainability Now. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to being back in your ears again in one week's time, my friends. Be well. Thank you.